Welcome everyone to Top Comments, a podcast by the YU Commentator where we delve a bit deeper into the issues and events driving conversation on the YU campus. My name is Avi Strauss, Editor-in-Chief of The Commentator, and I will be your host for this episode. Today we will be speaking with Rabbi Kenneth Brander, the outgoing Vice President for University and Community Life at Yeshiva University, who will be speaking about his time here at YU and his plans for the future. Rabbi, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. It's our pleasure. Let's just jump right in here. Uh, we were wondering, what is your single proudest accomplishment from your tenure here as Vice President? I don't think there's one single accomplishment, but uh, if I could just pour, you know, mention uh, two. Uh, first of all, or three, um, and first of all, it's the fact that with a group of colleagues, we were able to start uh, YU Torah um, and, and all of the associate type of programs with that, like the holiday to go and things of that nature. So the Torah of YU um, is now uh, engages millions uh, on an annual basis um, on a different level. I think the engagement with students and helping to grow the student experience on campus, um, you know, through programs like Neil's Fund and service learning, like Counterpoint, or a whole bunch of other types of programs. I think that the uh, student experience that I see now is much more robust in large measure because of the energies of students. But if I was able to play some role in facilitating that, uh, it's been a transformational experience in my life. Wow, it's very interesting. Students benefit from, from all of those programs. Um, is there anything that you wish you would have done but never ended up doing? Um, I think that, you know, you always wish, for example, if there was more opportunities to deal with, uh, you know, various topics in a much more global way, uh, whether it is uh, in engaging in communities around the Jewish world, uh, whether it is on... Um, in continuing to really bolster the Shabbos experience on both campuses. I think the Baron Shabbos experience uh, was a little weaker than the Wilf Shabbos experience. And uh, I think in the past uh, 12 months, it's really um, moved in the right direction. Again, a lot because of the student involvement and my colleagues in the Office of Student Life, and as well as some additional funds that we were able to put together to help uh, actualize some of the students' dreams and very appropriate visions. I would have liked to see that further uh, developed. And then there are gender issues um, for the community uh, that I think are important that to be tackled with. And uh, I would have liked to have been able to deal with that a little bit more. But uh, there's always opportunities to deal with those issues uh, anywhere that you're involved with in the Jewish world. Of course, uh, to touch on to touch on the gender issues, actually, um, a lot of people here saw you as a, as a more of a moderate voice among the the traditional leadership, uh, the YU rabbinic leadership. Uh, do you agree with that statement? Uh, and do you think your departure from YU will m involve maybe more of a shift to the right? Well, um, I don't think it's for me to agree or disagree with people's perceptions. <laughs> I do think um, there are some wonderful 
uh, moderate thinkers at Yeshiva University, and I think even those who are perceived not to be moderates, I have found in private conversations to be much more moderate than people perceive them to be. I think part of the issue is we need to have conversations and we need to make sure that we're not, we don't live in silos. When people live in silos, it's easy to view the other as the other and not as authentic. Uh, when you try to break down those silos, which is really what uh, I think my job, part of my job has been, um, I think that people get to see each other and benefit from each other's wisdom. I do believe that, you know, with, under the leadership of Rabbi Berman and, and people like Rabbi uh, Dr. J.J. Schachter um, and Rabbi Glasser and others, um, as well as important women uh, who, will play, who play leadership roles here, whether it's Professor Price, um, you know, and others, that I think that Yeshiva University is on a, please God, a continued trajectory to have multiple portals of spiritual entry and to recognize that closing a portal really compromises the ability for us to be spiritually engaged with our students and really to grow uh, and connect uh, to a Kaddish Baruch Hu and the rest of the Jewish people. Would you say that that some, there are probably, to, to the students who are listening, mm -hmm. uh, that some more doors are open here than they might otherwise think. Some doors to, to different offices here, different uh, individuals, some of whom you mentioned, um, to, to have those conversations. I think that, I, I, yeah, I do think that there, there have, the doors have opened uh, larger. Look at someone like Rabbi Schachter, uh, who's a, a wonderful role model and a, an important person, uh, public intellectual. Uh, who can play a very significant role. Look at the fact that the Counseling Center has really, and not in a public forum where it shouldn't be, has really reorchestrated itself to deal with important issues that students are facing um, so that there is a, a better uh, vehicle and venue uh, for students to be able to engage. Look at the plethora of clubs and the expansion of those clubs uh, to deal with issues. And the fact that Shabbos is not just, you know, what I would call an Oreo cookie cutter type of Shabbos experience, just very black and white. I think that the Shabbos experience has grown uh, latitudinally and longitudinally, and that a lot has to do with students um, like yourself, and, you know, and those, you know, Klein at Nine or the Kalbach Minyan, which, by the way, are the most attractive Minyanim uh, on the campus on the Uptown campus, all student-initiated. Yes, student life helped uh, make sure those happened, and when there were obstacles in the student's way, we moved those obstacles away. But those are, uh, those are student initiatives, and I think it, we're all the richer for those initiatives. Right. The, more, the more that the students take the initiatives, the more right. doors they find, and the right. more and willing. The, you know, yeah. the, the listeners of this might not realize that when the young couple Schottenstein Minion was started, it was also a student initiative. It wasn't start, it's not a top-down initiative. My feeling has always been that the goal of, and that's why Neil's Fund and others are so important, is when students have good ideas and they've really thought them out, our job is to help facilitate them. Our job is to make sure that they can happen. And the more openings that we can create, uh, the better it is. And I think that's true when we train rabbis. And I've seen the growth in the way we train rabbis and the continuing rabbinic education for rabbis, which I'm extremely proud of, although I didn't put it in my top two, mm -hmm. um, that 
YU was never involved in the training, continuing rabbinic education of rabbis or community leaders, and that has totally changed. And a lot of those issues that I spoke about, whether it's gender issues or spirituality and things of that nature, the students don't realize how much of an incubator they have been, not only for the student experience, but for really inspiring us to take those ideas and make sure we communicate them to rabbis in the field. I don't think that they, I don't think that students realize how powerful of a force they are for change, not only during their two, their three years, or hopefully four years on campus, uh, but actually the fact that those experiences have really facilitated a lot of what we do in the continuing rabbinic education world, and for that matter, how training of rabbis and I think social workers and others have come from student initiatives. Very interesting. So it, it sounds like in, in, this, uh, in this talk we're having and, and as you're departing uh, the university, you're, you're making a call to action to the student body. So what, what would you say is the biggest issue that facing YU students today or that students can address uh, going forward? I think the biggest future? issue you know, facing students in general and again um, you know, the, the, the vice president who will be responsible for these things is Rabbi Dr. Josh Joseph, um, who, again, is, uh, in my opinion, one of the most uh, creative and thoughtful people I've ever had the privilege of working with, and I consider him uh, a very close friend. And you should, you know, knock on his door and uh, engage him in, in as many ways as you can, because uh, you'll learn much from him, and he'll learn much from you. But I think that... We as a community are struggling with how to be inspired and how to engage in the beauty of Judaism. And we have to do that creatively and invent ways within the prism of halakha to be able to do that. And if students can think of additional ways to do that, and again, I think some of the initiatives I mentioned uh, reflect that. Um, that is what we're all seeking. And when I say we, I don't just mean, you know, students in their odyssey years, uh, you know, wherever those years begin and end. I'm talking about the whole Jewish community. The whole Jewish community is looking to be inspired. Um, and, and that's true for the Jews of Bar Park and Lakewood. And it's true of the Jews uh, who are part of uh, the Reform and Conservative community or Jews who are not affiliated at all. They are looking to be inspired. And the more ways that students at Yeshiva University can find ways uh, for inspiration and creativity to happen on this campus, Yeshiva University will be better off and the Jewish people will be better off because you are both lay and professional, the future leaders of our community, and and use this as an incubator. It doesn't mean that all ideas will succeed, but that but that's that's fine. And sometimes, if it's not broken, it you know you can also break it uh, to get it to be a little bit better. Well, I hope students don't go breaking things that are working, but yeah, uh, I, I understand. <laughs> Reflect upon it. Yeah. <laughs> again, now that this is Rabbi Joseph's responsibility, I feel much more comfortable saying that. A couple more people can break a couple yeah, more yeah. things. Um, all right, you, you've been a part of the YU community for almost 40 years now. Uh, is this departure the end of the road um, for your connection here, or, or how will you remain connected to YU? My father was educated here, my children have been educated here, um, and I was educated here. This is not in no way an end of a road. 
It's just the opposite. It's, it's a new beginning for me. It's a new beginning for my family. But I plan to take the Torah and the light uh, that I've learned here and, and to spread it, um, you know, in Israel. Kimitzion Tetzi Torah. I plan to lean on uh, the various personalities that I have learned from uh, on this campus, uh, both deans and vice presidents, uh, Rashi Shiva, professors. Um, there is just an unbelievable amount of talent here. And every time, even in the really embryonic stages of my engagement with Ortora Stone and responding to new initiatives, I find myself responding with language that I was trained here um, and find myself wanting to use talent here to help me engage uh, with uh, Jews around the world through my new position as president in Rosh Yeshiva of Ortor Stone. Is that what you're going to miss the most about being here? The, the different people, the talent, the ideas? I'll miss the students and being inspired by students, but again, uh, Ortora Stone has uh, 4,500 students, so I, please God, will, uh, you know, get that energy again. Opiate will have to learn how to communicate, you know, not using Sfataim, but using Hebrew. Uh, but the bottom line is I think I'll get that. And, you know, my hope is that we're living a global community, so while I will miss, you know, the everyday interactions, I plan uh, to take advantage of engaging uh, with my colleagues at YU, both through email and through just simply just picking up the phone and talking to them. Sounds like a good plan. Um, so now going forward, uh, what do you hope to accomplish in your new position as president and Rosh Yeshiva of, of Ortora Stone? Well, I think that Ortora Stone is 24 different institutions. Many of them are educational institutions and many of them are advocacy institutions. Um, I think I'd like to you. First of all, I would like to achieve some of the similar goals, and that is to use them as a way of engaging people in the beauty of Yadus, Yadut, and finding ways uh, to use those institutions to be innovative and creative to engage young people, all Jews. And I'd like to use those institutions to help display the fact that the state of Israel is the state for all Jews. And unfortunately, at the present time, not all Jews think that Israel is a state for all Jews. With so many institutions and with tentacles into all aspects of the, of the Israeli society, or Torah Stone is not only a wondrous group of institutions, but it's a platform to engage in many different ways. So I plan to use those institutions and to learn about their wisdom and to use those institutions to, to move the education of the Israeli society forward uh, with the help of the Israeli government. They've engaged us to work with communities in North and South America. We're already engaged with over 300 uh, shlichim in Europe and in South America at the current time. We work with, uh, or Torah Stone works with around 300,000, touches around 300,000 Israelis through various uh, projects. I don't want to call them outreach projects because it's not about making people religious. It's about giving them spiritual wings to find their own journeys and their own destinations. Um, but I, I, my hope is to use this as a platform to inspire uh, Jewish thought and engagement in society, both within Israel and throughout, uh, throughout the diaspora communities and throughout society. 
That sounds like a, a very good plan and, and it sounds like excellent work. Uh, if I may, on behalf of the commentator, on behalf of the student body, I'd like to thank you for, for all your time here, for everything you've done for the student body. Um, it's very much appreciated whether people have thanked you uh, in person or not. Everything you've done, to all the, your accomplishments, and, and everything we don't even know that you've done behind the scenes on behalf of the student body and the university is, is very much appreciated. Uh, to all of our listeners, thank you for joining us. If you have any suggestions for topics or you yourself would like to be on the show, please go to yucommentator.org to the About page and email our Editor-in-Chief. This has been Top Comments. <laughs>